pleasure is indeed your birthright, but certain things like rigidity and control can really take away from the beauty of the present moment and keep us locked in our head instead of in our body. If you've struggled in these areas, this episode is exactly what you need. So sit back and enjoy. Welcome to the Cyclical Podcast. I'm your host, Cassandra Wilder, and I'm a naturopathic doctor and the leading expert in women's cyclical health and menstruation. Let's get started. Hey, gorgeous friends. Thanks so much for tuning back into the podcast. Before I get into today's episode, I felt spontaneously inspired to do a giveaway today. So be sure to listen to the very end to win a copy of my cyclical monthly period tracker. If you didn't know, I published this book a couple months ago. It's pretty awesome. And I want to mail you a free copy. So to enter, just listen to the end of this episode and you'll learn all of the details. Well, friends, as you can guess from the title of this episode, it's been a profound couple months for me. I've learned more and more about the art of tapping into pleasure and found so many interesting ways in which we block ourselves from feeling good. Like all people, just like you, I go through seasons in life. And sometimes I get really wrapped up in my work. I get really wrapped up into linear thinking And other times I'm really good at leaning back and flowing with life, but it's funny how we can really sway from extreme to extreme. In the last couple months though, there's been a lot, a lot on my plate. And so I've really been operating largely in my inner masculine, being very linear centered, having a lot of rigidity, having a lot of structure. And while it served me in many ways, it also ultimately gets pretty tiring. So rigidity and structure especially are really interesting to think about because a lot of us crave it because it gives us the illusion of control. So this is why we get so routined in our to-do lists and our spreadsheets and our structure. We like the predictability because it does give us the feeling of control. Like we can control our environment, we can control what's around us, and that's nice. It's, you know, the opposite of unpredictable and unknown. It feels good to have a sense of predictability. But when we get really locked in this inner masculine, this process-oriented way of thinking, we lose touch with flow. And instead, we find that we feel a false sense of satiation with this sense of control. Unfortunately, though, like I said, operating in this long term is definitely the, uh, the blueprint to burnout. But also, it really removes us from our ability to be present, to feel a sense of joy, to feel genuine fulfillment. We might feel like we thrive in that predictable mindset. However, I think if most of us are honest, we find that there's a sense of emptiness to it as well. So we like the structure, but we don't fully feel fulfilled. I think you all know exactly what I mean by that. So a little over a month ago, though, it's probably going to be a couple months now because I'm recording this episode a little bit in advance and I'll tell you why in a minute. Um, I started to really feel into this. I could feel where I was really rigid in my body. And even I went and got a massage every week, three weeks in a row because my shoulders felt so heavy. And every single massage therapist was like, girlfriend, what are you doing? (laughs) And I was like, I, you know, I do work at the computer, certainly. So my posture, I'm sure could be better. But I was like, I just have a lot on my plate. You know, I have an amazing assistant. I've got support in my business. I have great mentors. But sometimes it's just a lot. It's a lot to curate wonderful experiences for clients and students, plus free content on the podcast and Instagram. You know, like, it's no joke. (laughs) And 
you know, just getting their feedback of like, you're holding a lot here. You're holding a lot on your shoulders. You are choosing to put a lot on you that maybe doesn't need to be on you. It was really interesting. So I started to journal on it. That's usually my go-to when I feel really stuck in my head and, and kind of just feel blah, like what's the point of life? <laughs> you know, you go down the existential rabbit hole. Then that's usually my indicator that I need to start journaling. So I started to write all of this out. Where am I rigid? Where have I not been playful? Where have I been blocking my own joy? Where have I lost touch with the things that I really love? And oh my gosh, if you've never journaled on those kinds of prompts, highly recommend. It's fascinating what rises to the surface. So I noticed some interesting patterns. I'll share a couple of them with you. I noticed that my morning yoga practice that I do every morning religiously was no more about joy and playfulness so much, but it was now really routine and predictable. So like literally, it's embarrassing to admit this, but I would do the exact same like 20 minute little yoga flow every single day. And it was just so routine that it's just what my body would do. Like I would just kind of be on autopilot and I would go through, you know, my 20 postures or whatever. Um, I felt like my long work days were just so linear and process oriented. You know, I'm helping people with their health. I'm looking at hormone labs. I'm, you know, really in my brain trying to figure out how to support these people. Um, but by the end of the day, I felt like I had a hard time then getting out of that linear perspective. Like then, you know, my partner comes home and we might have our son here. And now I'm suddenly like, uh... Uh, yeah, how do I be playful? <laughs> how do I just have fun? How am I present when I'm like so in my head from the long day? And then I also noticed that me living in this rigidity was not supporting my relationship at all. And so it was stealing a lot of our, our joy and just being present together because I was so in my head. So it was really interesting to notice that this was definitely affecting nearly every uh, level and, and every quality of my life. So I took it as a cool invitation to come back into flow and pleasure and freedom. So I kept on journaling. Um, so I started to write out a list of what brings me joy. And then I continued to ask myself, what would feel good? Not just what do I like, but what feels good? What feels delicious? Which What feels pleasurable? And the list was amazing. I mean, I started writing out things like, I just want to be in water hi, I'm a Pisces. <laughs> and I want to be in the sunshine and I want to be in nature. And I love to dance. You know, it started to make me reflect on, you know, years ago, going to all these cool festivals and retreats and stuff and just getting to dance and move. I started to think about the, the beautiful food that that brings me so much joy and the connections with people. And so when I made this list, I noticed that a lot of it was really just saying you need to go be outside and you need to be in the sun and you definitely need to jump in some sort of body of water and you just need to be and you need to not be working. You just need to be in your body and that will fix what you're feeling. And so I decided to do that. I got on the Google and I pulled up this resort that's way up in the mountains near where I live and I decided to see, okay, what would it cost to stay a night at this gorgeous resort and have a great dinner and breakfast and a massage and like the works. And I remember I pulled it all up and I looked at the price and I almost closed the web page. Keep in mind, this wasn't thousands of dollars. This was like a couple hundred dollars, but I was amazed. I'm so glad I had the awareness, but I was amazed to watch how my brain quickly was like, oh, we could never do that. You could spend that money in so many other ways. You could go buy so many groceries. You could, I mean, you know, you just suddenly start to think of all of these more practical ways, perhaps in which you could spend this money. 
um, <laughs> so I mean, it's almost funny to think about now, but I was so intrigued by this rigidity in my mind and the irony in that I'm going on this to try and do something nice for myself to allow myself this space to relax and I'm blocking myself from even getting to enjoy the process because I'm already caught up in that rigidity structure again. So of course I just bought it because I was like, girl, you just, you gotta come back into flow. <laughs> um, and it felt really good to just buy it from a place of pleasure and to let go of that scarcity. So I did go up there, it was amazing. It gave me so much perspective, so many deep, beautiful life lessons. I did just get to lounge in the pool all day and eat such great food and it just felt so good. And I went and did it just by myself and it was amazing. You know, I, I really think that time alone is so, so healing as well. It really all, you know, all this story to say that I think we block our pleasure so habitually that we don't even realize that we're doing it. We're so used to and even programmed to live in our minds and never in our bodies that it takes years and years and years of this before we likely hit that burnout or we likely suddenly have that very existential moment and then we're like, what is wrong? Like, I don't understand. And unfortunately, I think it's just years of living against our true nature. At our core, as cyclical beings, we are meant to change and evolve, which means ideally, even in just a monthly cycle, we would have a season of maybe more of that masculine rigid energy, because that does serve us, obviously, and then also have equal times where we are in flow and freedom and we're not attached to certain outcomes and we just have fun and we're present, you know, with ourselves, with our family, with our pets, you know, with whatever brings us joy. So we really block this pleasure. And that's so wild to me. By the time this episode go, goes live, so as you're listening to this right now, I'm in vacation in Alaska. It's one of my favorite places in the world. It's just magic. And this is going to be a whole other opportunity for me to tap into pleasure, to just be present in my favorite place, to, oh my gosh, just soak up that delicious air. If you've never been to Alaska, it's just, you don't even know. <laughs> it's just, the air is so clean smelling it's just delicious and to walk along the ocean and wade into the water and collect seashells and and spear around my favorite flowers that's called fireweed and it's just gorgeous this beautiful purple flower anyway i'm obviously getting really excited to go but these are the moments that make up life this flow this freedom this presence it's not so much about living in our brains and trying to figure out everything and have a step-by-step -step process for everything in life so my invitation to you is where are you blocking your own pleasure where do you live against your own innate nature and it's all of us friends. Like I said, this has been me as well. I mean, I have this awareness of my cycle and yet I still have these seasons of getting locked into rigidity. It's just part of it. But the awareness that comes from going through that, the awareness that comes from guiding ourselves artfully back into flow is where the healing happens. And ideally, hopefully, maybe we have to do it a few times, but then we choose to stay there. We choose to honor these seasons and never get locked into any one place in the cycle. So 
As I mentioned earlier, I'd love to give away a free copy of my cyclical monthly period tracker. And to enter, all you have to do is share this episode on your Instagram and tag me and tell me what you are going to do to tap into your pleasure. You can put one word if you want, it doesn't matter. But I wanna hear how this episode has resonated with you and, and how you're gonna tap back into your pleasure. Do you feel like you operate largely in control, in rigidity, with your partner, you know? honestly say that you control everything or would they say that you're really good at going with the flow do you feel like there's spaciousness in your life for a little bit of chaos or does that really bother you because everything needs to be perfect and very very structured these are just invitations for us to understand ourselves better and then also decide what we want to do moving forward so if you've never journaled on some of these prompts maybe now's the time But I wanted to share this really personal episode today because I think this is something all of us go through and not enough people talk about. There's this facade on the internet, on Instagram, on podcasts, I mean everywhere that people, you know, appear to have it all together and nobody has it all together. We're all still figuring it out and you can be so, so tuned in in some ways and still be learning in other ways as well. So that's the beautiful part of this journey. So friends... This is your invitation to dive in, find your own pleasure, and then also to post this on your story, tag me at menstruation queen on Instagram, and then tell me how you are tapping into pleasure or something you will do to come back into flow. And I'll be announcing the winner at the end of August, 2021. So very, very exciting. Uh, As like I said, when this goes live, I'll be in Alaska, just frolicking through meadows of fireweed. So I cannot wait. Um, And I hope that this gives you some permission, real, real permission to tap in and look at what your body is really calling for. So thank you so much for being here, friends. I can't wait to gift this beautiful cyclical monthly period tracker to someone. So maybe it'll be you. We'll see. All right, friends. I'll see you next week.